You came to the right place, baby. Welcome to the podcast where three girlfriends from the East Coast align each week to chat about all things mental health and wellness from crystals to cocktails. Laugh and heal with us as we navigate balance, confidence, and learning to love each and every inch of ourselves every day. Well, well, well. (laughs) Hello. Welcome back to another episode. Um, We were talking right before this, um, and they were like, who wants to kick this off? I was like, not I, such a fly. And they yelled at me. So um here we are i am just so awkward i'm just like i don't want i don't want even want to think about what i want to say but um this episode is actually really exciting to me i love the topic so much it's just what i practice every single day it's about how to be unfuckable no sorry Unfuck. <laughs> no don't, don't kelsey literally was like write this down don't fuck it up unfuck with the bull um and we will explain it more. I literally have like a definition <laughs> that I'm not going to explain. Don't you, can you, this is why I'm never doing this again. Don't laugh right it was literally the perfect intro. You could <laughs> have nailed it more. No uh, this is it. Why I honestly, about something about me, I'm very entertaining. So <laughs> That's so true. Now, <laughs> you know what? Fuck, fuck you guys. Um, Lindsay is going to be reading. No, is it Lindsay or is it Kelsey? Are you reading it? Kelsey's up? got the card today. All right. Kelsey has a crystal deck. So just bring it. <laughs> so for our new listeners, uh, if you want to know what we refer to when we're talking about the crystal deck or big deck energy is we have a crystal deck just like it sounds a deck of cards that we pull from to set the intention for the episode so we're about to do that and I'm gonna need you guys to take a second breathe in channel that energy big deck energy and today's crystal is serpentine wow it's so pretty it's like this little lime green number (laughs) stone i would say it's more of a stone than a crystal uh what it is a lime to kill green stone wow there you go it is a stone she was right with a reptilian appearance serpentine's activating energy is like a deep exfoliation treatment for the spiritual self Who needs it? Kundalini yogis and anyone in need of a fresh start. (laughs) So if you need a fresh start, get yourself some serpentine. Uh, Where to put it? During meditation, hold serpentine in each hand and concentrate on circulating energy. (laughs) Base of the spine to the crown of the head. I hate that I'm laughing right now because Haley is making this happen. Uh, when to use it? When it's time to let go of tired beliefs and get stuck energy unstuck. If serpentine arrives in your life, it's an invitation to rip off all proverbial band-aids and regroup. Hit the sauna, sweat it out, and release all lingering drama. You guys, we sound like we're 12. I swear to God, we don't always make the, well, we do, we do always make these sexual innuendos. Let's, let's be real here. Uh, so serpentine, you know, awaken your reptilian nature is what it says. So if you're looking for a fresh start, 
uh, purchased some serpentine. <laughs> Not sponsored by Serpentine Incorporated. <laughs> I wonder if that. I wonder if that's a thing. Could be. I know. Um, but let's. I actually want to dive right into the topic today. This is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. We're just going to kind of like hop right in. Um, but uh, when Haley texted us, this was Haley's idea of this topic, how to be unfuckwittable. And what I loved about it is that this is something that it's not necessarily a light switch type of shift or change that you can make in your life. It's something that with every decision you make, you can just kind of tune that decision like two degrees more unfuckwittable. So this is something that isn't just like a one day thing to practice. It's like that you can practice with nearly every choice that you make, which I always think is awesome because how many opportunities when you think about it, is that to work towards, you know, really. And I, I guess the definition I would say of being unfuckwithable is just having like full trust in yourself without like heeding so much advice from external sources or without, you know, being altered, um, you know, your authentic self is unaltered by the things going on around you. That's how I would define it. Is that what you guys would say too? Yeah, literally in the book, Lindsay, uh, the, I got this term from um, the book, The Buddha and the Badass. And it literally, it has like a definition, unfuck with the bull. When you're truly at peace and in touch with yourself, nothing anyone says or does bothers you and no negativity can touch you. And just to bring it like one step further, um, people who are fuck with the bull, basically the opposite, are people who do not feel whole, people who place their self-worth in the hands of others and only feel good enough when they are accepted, admired, or praised. Mm. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, it... it I feel like there's so many different um, def. There could be so many different definitions to being unfuckwithable, or so many ways to become unfuckwithable. I keep feeling like I'm gonna mess that up. Guys, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that you know, I, I think start like one of the initial ways to start becoming unfuckwithable is to stop feeling like you need to prove things to other people to stop feeling like you're just constantly at this point where you're trying to prove to everyone around you um and and get that validation right because there's there's no need uh and I think that we can seek validation from others so much that it becomes a piece of our identity is looking for that validation instead of like no I don't need it I do not need it yeah like you're gonna love me for me yeah um, yeah entirely. and one of one of the ways that you can approach that too if you're like okay well I don't really know how I let people influence me and I don't really know like I don't really know maybe um what makes me unique I guess in in that way and I think that recognizing your strengths or what made you you as a 
child, even growing up, um, are the things that you can lean into that make you unfuckwithable today. So certain parts of your personality, if you were always, um, I don't know, I haven't even thought of examples beforehand, but you know, if you were always that kid who like wanted to be social in class and you always got reprimanded for being social in class and everyone said, you know, look ahead, pay attention, all this stuff, maybe your unique ability is building connections. And maybe that is something that you can do and incorporate more into your daily life because maybe it fills your cup. Maybe you like networking. Maybe that is where your niche is in those human to human connections. And that, and I mean, that's just a very, you know, high level example, but little things that you did as your, as a child are typically indicators of what your authentic self is and where you can find and dig to find that like truth and that um, kind of the arrow, that guiding arrow that helps you to be making these decisions in a way that doesn't have to prove anything to anyone but yourself. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I love that. Like play on your strengths, right? Like lean into your strengths. What makes you, you, what makes you, what are the things, ask yourself this question. What are the things that make you feel unfuckwithable? Like what skills have helped you survive your life so far? What makes you feel strong? Uh, what makes you feel different in a positive way? Uh, you know, like what, what, what compliments do you get from people often that you kind of you shrug off and you and you don't pay attention to but that's a huge thing that is clearly one of your unfuckwithable powers <laughs> you know uh and also i think like stop <clears throat> stop wishing for things to happen right? Like stop being in this place of like, oh, I wish this would happen. I, I wish I would get this opp opportunity. I wish this could make your own opportunities. Go out and figure out how you can create those opportunities for yourself instead of waiting for them to fall into your plate. So um, I love that so much. I, I thought for sure I was on, oh man, on fuck with the bull. I'm like, this is my topic. I, I'm the one that talked about this Let's do this topic and I can't even say the word right. I'm like, unfuckable? What? Absolutely <laughs> like the best. No. Unfuck with a bowl. So today we're gonna talk about being unfuckable. <laughs> That's the last topic I want to talk about. That's so, next week. <laughs> I just kind of want to repeat this one more time. Like um about the people who are fuck withable are people who do not feel whole, people who place their self-worth in the hands of others and only feel good when they are accepted, admired, or praised. So I thought for a long time, up until like two weeks ago, that I was, cause I was like, fuck the haters. Like, just like, I didn't even, I tried not to even care about them anymore. And um, I don't know, like, I have a pretty, I have thick skin. I've been in like the social selling business for eight years and I grew up in the ghetto. So I'm pretty tough, you know? So, but then I launched a new life coaching course and it was, it's amazing. But the first call that I had, I, I did a good job, but I did not sleep the whole night after this, like I did the call and I didn't sleep because all I was thinking is, did I say everything I wanted to say? What if they didn't like it? 
I know I forgot to say this. What if I didn't like if I said that? And I literally lost a whole night of sleep and it fucked my whole day up, not just my day, my week. And th that is like, I, then I, I read this exact page, like the next day. And I'm like, wow, you are fuck with a bull actually. So now like Kelsey was saying, like, what are, what makes you, you? And the reason why these people signed up with me is because I am me and I'm very different and unique and they want to see that. And they know that I'm not perfect is probably why they signed up with me or joined me because I'm relatable and different. So now I'm like, man, if they don't like what I had to say, then I, I can't go back and change time. You know, like all I got to do is learn from this and overthinking is just, it just kills joy. It just kills my, it just ruin It fucks with my energy and it makes me fuckable with, and that's not who I want to be. So now I'm not even kidding you since I read this and had that no, like no, that night of no sleep since I've done three calls since, um, I've slept perfectly fine. <laughs> Yay. You got out of your comfort zone. Is that what you said? <laughs> you're right wow. you're right you're right oh uh, well that just brings me to my next topic about becoming unfuckwithable is <laughs> getting outside of your comfort zone you know there's so many things that we want to do to kind of stay in this little cushiony bubble like oh that's gonna hurt if I do that yet that's where you grow right comfort think of you start thinking of your comfort zone as a danger zone if you're comfortable you're not growing if you're comfortable, you are in a place of, of staying a bit stagnant. So, you know, a piece of becoming unfuckwithable is getting uncomfortable and going into the danger zone and, and, and taking a little bit of risk here and there so that you can build your life to where you are looking to build it. You can achieve the things that you want to achieve. Do you think that people that are unfuckwithable aren't taking chances? Do you think that they're staying in the space that they've been in? Or do you think that they're trying to break through, I almost said grass ceilings, break <laughs> through glass ceilings. God damn, words are hard for us today. <laughs> and grow above and beyond, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's just like another piece to me, at least is, you know, just putting yourself out there and taking chances and saying yes to opportunities uh, that you come across instead of choosing to stay small because unfuckwithable people are not small people. So true. And you know, what's really interesting too about Haley, your point before was that um, in, in trying to be unfuckwithable, you were actually fucking with yourself. <laughs> So hard. So hard. And that is part of being, you know, and having this energy, right, is also not doing that to yourself. And a lot of times we can find, I feel like that it's easier to tune out those exterior things. But when it comes to leaving your comfort zone, which is only something you can do for yourself, you know, you're the only one who can ultimately make that decision for the most part. Um, or when it comes to like overthinking, ruminating, our favorite word, um, you know, about something that you did at work, you know, for example, by doing those things, you're fucking with yourself. And 
as our own harshest critics, sometimes that can be a really slippery slope. It becomes a cycle. Um, you lose sleep over it. You can lose energy over it and, you know, bandwidth. And those are all very valuable things. And so I think that being compassionate with yourself, um, if you do feel like maybe you didn't get everything in on that call that you wanted to, um, or being graceful with yourself and gently pushing yourself out of a comfort zone versus just being scared of it all together. Um, have some of that grace and like forgive yourself along the way because you will make mistakes. There will be things that don't pan out the way you thought they would. But part of this energy is being the person who tries and being the person who at least knows that if it doesn't turn out perfectly, it's still going to turn out in some way that'll guide me in some direction. Right. Yeah. Right. Like you're still making progress. You're still actually doing things that most people. Absolutely. Because, you know what I mean? Different um, destination, but same journey. And maybe the journey that you were always supposed to take, you know, and I think having that trust in yourself and in your decisions and in the situations that you put yourself in is something that comes with time. It's something that you can build and grow just like you can grow trust in a relationship or a friendship. Like you can build that trust back up with yourself. And, um, I think that that might be a really good step for someone who is a little bit more unsure or like is trepidatious the right word. Cause I don't know that just came to my, that came to my mind and it feels, it feels good rolling off the top. <laughs> Haley's like, get out of here with that. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I'm scared of making those mistakes, you know? Yeah. You know what comes to mind for me is never give up. No, no, no. Never give up. up. (laughs) But really, like, what's the worst? Like, you're you're doing what most people aren't. You are, like, you're learning, you're growing, and you are um, also, most important, you're doing, like, the inner work. Like, how many other people that you know are fuck with the bull like literally everyone one thing will like they'll get I don't know a bad grade in their test and the whole day's ruined are you serious like it doesn't define you so little stuff like mm-hmm. that like just be aware like why am I letting this ruin my day in my and take my energy away take you know my yeah. mostly energy that's huge to me it took so much of my energy that night and I will literally never like there's nothing you can do about it it's a past so Mm -hmm. um but something I wanted to say and it's pretty dark and I've said it before I just don't even care I'm gonna keep saying it um remember you die so like Mm -hmm. why are you letting all the little shit bother you when you're literally just a human being trying to grow in this world like everybody else yeah absolutely and I think that you know getting to a point where you you praise yourself and you celebrate the wins and you're like you know you celebrate the wins as hard as you can and you try not to harp on the losses too much right like use them as a stepping stone use them as a learning curve use them for what they are like a lesson and keep it moving you know I think that that one of the things that uh is going to help you become said long you you word on fuck with the bull <laughs> is 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 becoming self-aware and being able to evaluate you know when things go wrong or off like okay this was this situation happened how can I take a step back and look at it and use it to um elevate me yeah, use it also- to move me in the right direction instead of having it push instead of having it hold me down 
Uh, yeah and also being like asking yourself questions like why did this piss me off why did this right like what triggered this emotion you know like stop stop dismissing your emotions stop trying to shove them down like why ask yourself why Mm -hmm. you know your emotions happen for a reason they're there for a reason so instead of like being like I feel so fucking stupid for feeling this way or whatever you need to dig to the root of the reason as to why you reacted the way that you did, because there's always a reason. I, I think that we should kind of, I mean, we weren't planning on talking about this. We're trying to make this short, but like, what do you guys have like a certain practice that you do to work on becoming more unfuckwithable? Or, I mean, all I can think of is personal growth. You know what I mean? Like Mm. on the daily I mean, I would definitely say personal growth, but I think that the more and the more you lean into personal growth and you meditate and you do the things, the more self-aware you're going to become for sure. But once you get to a point of being self-aware, it can be painful. (laughs) You can be be painfully self-aware and be like, oh, damn, why am I this way? Um, But you know, once you get to that point of becoming self-aware, I think it's pretty easy because I don't know about you guys, but sometimes like there's been so many times, especially recently where I'm like, oh, I just, yeah, that was a pretty self-sabotaging moment. We'll call it. Well, at least you have, like, at least you know the, the, the reason behind it. I think that's huge. Even though it's like, it's a shitty thing that you did, you learn from it and hopefully you'll you'll change just at least a little bit in the next time you do something similar. Well, I will say that, you know, I've had a few moments recently where I can tell, like I can feel it. I'm like, oh, I'm self-sabotaging. Why? You know, like I like I that's a triggering feeling, but I don't know why yet. So it sometimes it does take like, oh, like, why did I respond or react to that in that way? And it takes it takes a you know a few hours to reflect or 24 hours to take a step back and be like huh this makes sense this is why I responded to that in that way well I'm proud of you because I don't know 90% of the world would be like blame something or somebody else and look at you looking within trying to figure out how you can make it better you know yeah it's easier to blame other people right that's just like we all have those moments where it's like, well, you did this. And it's like, "Mm, actually I am causing all of this on my own and I don't want to admit it. So I'm going to blame you. (laughs) Um, so I, I go to therapy and that is my way of learning to be more unfuckwithable because I feel like in therapy, what I've learned is that I'm not someone who naturally celebrates their wins. I just, kind of move on it's like oh cool move on and I don't congratulate myself I don't give myself the time and the praise um and because of that sometimes I don't recognize my own growth and in recognizing your growth I truly feel like you grow confidence and trust in yourself and I think those are two very key traits of this um energy and so one thing that I've started to do um which anyone listening I feel like you know you can do this beginner level but it's also it's really empowering is that you can think back to a time on your life I don't know if you guys have this but I think of I have this like vision when I close my eyes of this time in my life where like and let's be real it's pre-pandemic but like that life just felt so easy and light and I felt like I was in a good spot 
mentally, physically, job-wise. And like, I don't know, I think you get to a certain point in your life and you can think back to a version of yourself. And for a while, I had this certain version of myself on a pedestal. And I was the person fucking with myself thinking, why can't you be more like how you used to be? But what I did was kind of flip the script on myself. And instead I changed the narrative to what am I doing now that that version of myself could not do or was not ready for, did not have the voice. Um, And using your voice is a huge way that you can learn to be more unfuckwithable and that you can kind of exude that energy. Um, But, you know, thinking about what that version of me that I look back on that I thought was so amazing couldn't actually do then or didn't have the tools bandwidth what whatever education um and now I can and I think that that is a huge way that you can go ahead and recognize growth and then that version of me I mean yeah she was dope but she's not really on such a high pedestal anymore and now it just feels like I can own where I am today a little bit more and I'm standing a little bit firmly in the ground where you know I don't know where I feel like I can just um trust and respect my choices as they feel authentically to me Mm, I love that I love that I'm like and I sorry I'm like don't end this yet I have something to say Kelsey I swear to god no I'm not ending it I was just gonna (laughs) say I entirely agree with her statement and sentiment on her therapist but because uh I I you both you all know I'm like I think Lindsay do we both have therapy the same day Wednesdays at noon. Wednesdays at one for me. Uh, So, (laughs) you know, we just, I'm a strong believer in it, to be honest with you. And I think that sometimes it does take an outsider's perspective to point out the reasons you're unfuckwithable, (laughs) you know, like sometimes it does take somebody who has zero opinion like or uh zero biased opinion I should say to say okay you know I see where you're coming from but have you realized that like here's all of the things that you are excelling at incredibly and can you like can you focus on that sometimes um and mine today actually uh pointed out something that's huge for me and I was like I told her about a situation and I'm like let me give you my take on it before you therapize me. Therapize me. Is that a word? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But I was like, I was like, let me tell you how I already broke this down myself over the past few days because I've figured it out. And then you can give me your take. And so, you know, she agreed with everything that I had to say, but she was also like, let me also tell you this. I was like, oh, shit. Because she pointed out that uh, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with attachment styles. We're not going to get too far into this right now, but I tend to have a semi-anxious attachment style where I need reassurance and certainty. Uh, and she was like, you are a person that craves certainty, yet you thrive in uncertainty. And I was like, oh, Damn you right. (laughs) I don't love that, but you are so right. And sometimes you need that outsider's perspective and that's not a bad thing, right? Because life is uncertain. So somehow I thrive in all of these things that I have going on that have so much uncertainty, but also sometimes I just need somebody to 
to give me a strong piece of reassurance or certainty to to help me like keep moving to have like this like little tiny tangible piece that I could be like okay so everything so many things are uncertain but I'm certain about this yes yes I love that um that is so true what she said though (laughs) (laughs) um something else that you could also do to like help yourself become more unfuckwithable (laughs) is to just level up your circle and um like if you feel like you don't belong in your circle like oh all these people are like way better than me then isn't that why like that's why you should be joining you know what I mean you should try to um your goal should be to grow into the person that you want to be you know to be a part of that but um Leveling up your circle is huge. Like finding a community of like-minded people. And um, if you don't have a therapist or whatever, you have a, I have a, we're like, it's so funny. You guys have therapists and I have like this, I have a mentor, but like, so it's like totally, it's like, it's kind of like the same, but totally different. Yeah. Um, but it's working for me. And um, I just think for now, just, I'm like, I should probably go to therapy because of this reason. Um, I had like a trauma from being in therapy from when I was little. So I just, for now, I'm just messing around with a mentor and it has been so helpful and amazing. And the circle that he brings is out of control. And um, it really helps me realize like who I really can be and what I really can do and how like little the shit matters. So I think that's huge for me. That's, that's been working. And then just, I kind of wanted to just touch on this just in case, like we didn't bring up enough, like topics, like when you are um, like fuckable with, there's so many stupid ways to do, to be this. So like, for instance, I used to be this and like, I'm getting so much better, but if you get a pimple on your face and you're about to like go on a trip, for me, that used to ruin my life. I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, ruin your life or ruin your entire trip? That, all of it. <laughs> all of it. And and I just, I don't know why. I just, I just let it like really ruin my everything. And I didn't realize how bad I was until I like read this book, honestly. And um, so that that little thing could really fuck up your day, your week, your trip. So be aware, just be aware. Like, am I really letting this fucking ruin my life? Like um, a hater or like your mom said something about the post that you made. Like, oh, you don't really, you don't like that fuck with you? Are you? Or you broke your toe and you just started your new workout program and you're like, forget it. I just like, can't even do this anymore. Like you can really let a broken toe fuck with your whole entire like wellness. So little um things like that what i just said modify (laughs) (laughs) modify yes like you'll figure out a way if you become unfuckable with (laughs) i'm so sick of that word can we just like bring a different topic because i want to talk about something hilarious but not hilarious at all (laughs) um so (laughs) So no, right before wait, 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 wait. 
Wait, this is truth or tequila. Let's get okay. into truth or tequila. So this is tots. Truth or tequila shots. This is the segment of the episode that we all know and love. Yes, yes, yes. I, of course, have a shot. And today, Haley is going to introduce the question. So we either take a shot or we answer the question or you can choose both. That's the way we roll here. So take it away, Haley Jean. Um, Okay. So... Right before this, uh, Lindsay was like, maybe we could just ask a question about like, whatever, like, I'm not even gonna say the word anymore, okay? (laughs) About (laughs) the topic. And I was like, but, (laughs) I was kidding, Um, but but not. So I was like, well- Do the recent event, do the recent event. Yeah, with the recent event, guys, what are your takes? I haven't talked to you guys since, so I was just like, and I, I, I'm not about drama. I'm really not at all. Like, fuck it all. But um, it's just like, come on. How can we not talk about this? So Will Smith smacking Chris Rock, right? So right before it, I was like, or we could just, I mean, I would love to know you guys' take on that. <laughs> like, and, and then I, we kind of like debated on it or not. But um, I think it's just, I think that we should talk about it. Just for like, just for shits. Why not? So I'm going to go first just because I feel like I have the most intense opinion about it. And then I feel like we can like light it up. (laughs) Um, So my opinion on this is when I saw it, um, I watched the whole, like, I think I had opened TikTok the next day. I didn't watch it live, but I opened TikTok or social media app the next day, saw a uh, video, like the uncensored version. So basically I think that when it was happening live, like they, you know, cut out the audio for a minute or maybe didn't pan the camera. Not really sure. You guys can correct me later. But, um, when I saw it, I was absolutely shocked. Mm-hmm. I was absolutely shocked. Um, I was so disappointed. I was, um, honestly, I thought it was super traumatic, uh, for the people who were there for, mm-hmm. uh, families who watch that show the award show it's you know what's supposed to be one of the most prestigious nights in Hollywood Mm -hmm. and it was just embarrassing to watch and truthfully um all I could think about was the comedian who made the joke and was it distasteful given you know who the person was he was talking about and her you know medical condition that I didn't personally, I'm, I'm, I don't follow, I don't keep up. Um, so I didn't know that she had that, um, she had alopecia and, um, yeah, the joke was distasteful given that it's your, you know, it's a health condition. It's not a style choice. However, violence is just so never the answer for me that I was, yeah, it, on, it made me a little nauseous. Like I got a physical reaction from watching it. And it just, um, I think anyone who maybe has any trauma as far as like any, uh, physical violence probably mm-hmm. felt similarly and was just like, yeah, that's a, that's such a hard pass. And I was off social media for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. I, I heavily agree with you to be completely honest. I first saw it and I was like, wait, what? And then I saw a thing about like, was it staged? And I was like, wait, was it? Like, I'm so confused. How did that happen? Like, I'm like, what the hell? And I don't know if anyone's seen the interview with Jim Carrey, but I stand with him 150% because he was basically talking about 
how distasteful it was, how it overshadowed everyone that has worked so incredibly hard to achieve what they achieved that night and to be at, again, like what Lynn stated, this ridiculously prestigious event. And I understand sticking up for your wife. I, I stand by sticking up for your wife, but I think it would have been way more noble of him to accept his Oscar and say some say a f you then basically like say uh you know he said keep my effing wife's name out of your mouth but like you know say that there's no need to there's no need to get physical there's no need for it to turn into a like you were at the oscars you're not at a concert you're not at you're not even at like you're not even at the after show you're at like this thing that is supposed to be a beautiful time for everyone and now it's like that one thing is going to circulate for so long it is it's so disrespectful I mean you know yes Chris Rock was disrespecting disrespecting his wife but he's also a comedian that's his job is to to try and like be funny um I don't know there's just there's just so many there's so many things there and I I love Will Smith I think that he's a great actor I think that he deserved the award he got I think he might be struggling with some things and now that's something that will follow him forever that's something that will be tied to his name forever yeah and like he really needs to work on being unfuckwithable right now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he got very fucked with <laughs> um yeah so oh my god i saw this and i was just like i have so many thoughts around this guys but um i understand being heated in the moment for sure but there's a time so if I was, I'm like, if I was him, I, I, at first, when I first saw that, I actually thought he did it on a commercial break and I was like, okay, way to wait for a commercial, you know? Um, even then was like, bro, you did it in front of everyone on a commercial, but you at least didn't do it on live air. Um, and then I realized, and I like searched and he definitely did it on live air. And I'm like, wow, that is something that I would never do. Um, no matter how pissed I was, I think like Kelsey was saying, the biggest slap in the face would be for him to not say a damn thing and then go up and accept his award and then be like, and by the way, Chris Rock, that joke wasn't fucking funny. Just so you know, like something along the lines of that. And then that would have kind of made Chris Rock look not so great. And Will Smith look amazing. Um, but I'm like, I was talking to Kelsey about this earlier. I'm like, if this was like in a bar, fucking smack that bitch. Smack him. Whatever. You talk shit about your wife, smack him. But not, it's a good, there's never really a right, a right time to smack somebody for, if I'm being honest. But, yeah. but if I hadn't also choose like an, an, also bar, like an open, also like an open hand smack and not a punch. Dude, right? <laughs> like, but if I had to choose between a bar and the Oscars, yeah, right. <laughs> one of those things seems uh, like it's more at least expected. 
you know, you know. I, honestly, I I actually feel bad like of course the biggest empath in me I feel like more bad for Will Smith I'm like you I feel so bad for you you're probably so in your head regarding every single second and hating your life now because of a decision that you made out of emotion and that's how you just I just feel like people that uh, react like that they need they need a little bit more um them time alone time <laughs> you know yeah. uh but I mean it's it's cute and everything that he stuck up for his wife but I'm sure his wife doesn't think it's that cute yeah I just you know there's just like other ways that's all it's like it's not the principle of sticking up for your wife after a bad joke right or sticking up for your significant other in any situation where you feel like their comfort level is being threatened like I understand that that happens and that needs to happen sometimes right like that sticking up and having your back and um being a ride or die but when it's um you know that it just uh read the room yeah. a little yeah. and to both people you know no one was right but I feel like someone was very clearly wrong hey if you honestly just to just to circle back and just bring this whole episode oh into God. a nice little bow mm-hmm. um I feel like Chris Rock was very like he handled it like a boss actually facts yeah so like he was very unfuckwithable at the at least he seems like it mm-hmm he well, was just he, like, wow so you really cut me yeah, like he didn't press charges too, which is huge. Which, you know, he probably was like, okay, well, you know, maybe that was a distasteful joke and not gonna, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what his thoughts were, but well, he didn't press charges and, you know, he's moving on with his life. Yeah. I mean, just like we talked about earlier, like he definitely learned from it. But I do wonder, like, do your research like do you know about that autoimmune system and alopecia like did you know that or right and that's the thing too because I mean this show has writers so was that a joke that he came up with or did someone write that in for him and then he got smacked for it you know it's like there's so many unknowns to it that just feel like to make that you know out it was a knee-jerk reaction clearly from Will uh to go up there and do that but it was also like it's also a little chilling that there's clearly zero security like in such a huge event yeah oh my god um so weird because we're like about to end this episode and all of a sudden kelsey's gone so so this is it y'all thank so, you so much <laughs> i love you thanks for that i'll talk to you bye now <laughs>